Hey there, Emma Mae McDaniel here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up, what's up, awesome people? I love you, and I'm so thankful that you are here on the Have You Heard podcast. My name is Emma Mae McDaniel, and I'm so thankful for your life, and I'm so thankful that you have tuned in today because we have the one and only most beautiful Natalie Abbott with us. And we are going to be talking about memorizing scripture, the importance of it, how to practically do it and how to not walk in the excuse of I'm just not good at memorizing and actually getting to experience the power of God's word in your own life. So friends, faith comes by hearing. So without further ado, grab your (laughs) headphones and let's get into the word. Welcome to the podcast. Yay. I'm so, so (laughs) glad to be here with you, Emma. Oh, well, I love you. And I know that last time we got to talk, I was just so refreshed by you. And so the fact that I now get to talk with you and a lot of other people get to tune into our conversation, I know a lot of refreshment is about to happen in a lot of other people's lives too, as it did to mine through hearing what God has done in your life. So Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm just so excited to be here. Emma, I'm a huge fan of yours. Um, I just have to tell your <laughs> listeners, for those of you who don't know about Emma's books, they are fantastic. And I am currently going through one of her books with my two teenage daughters. And it has just been such a blessing in our lives. Wow. Oh, praise God. That's so cool. That literally just made my day. I love that so much. I love that Mm -hmm. y'all are getting to go through it together. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's the All Caps You book that we're going through together. And we've been doing it now for several months and it has just been... So I met Emma at the Live Original Conference and I was just blown away by her faith and just her heart for people. And then I bought these books for my girls and I thought, oh, well, they can, you know, read them. And we just decided to do them together. So we meet like, you know, every week or two and have breakfast together. And we talk through the questions in the book and it has just really prompted such great conversation. It has been so so wonderful. So that's crazy. Because I I literally remember sitting in my college dorm as a freshman and seeking the Lord and just writing and trusting Him and thinking about just how it was that He was going to use it in the lives of people for His glory. But also Mm -hmm. He works in ways that are exceedingly and abundantly greater than what we could ever ask or imagine according Mm -hmm. to His power at work within us. And so like, yes, I knew he was going to use it as he saw fit, but hearing things like that, it's just, wow, he's such a personal God, and he knew you were going to be walking through it with your daughters, and I'm just so thankful I get to be a part of y'all's lives in that cool way. Yeah, That's so amazing. I, I feel like I know you <laughs> way more than I actually do because I That's feel so like I've, I've been walking through that process with my kids and just, That's so cool. you know, talking about who the Lord is and who he made us to be and just all of these things about our identity and Christ that teenagers really need to be hearing and thinking about and praying through and understanding um, from the scriptures. So just, I'm so blessed by it. Thank you, Emma. You're welcome. Praise God. And I love how you just said that because it is so true to figure out 
who we are, we go to who made us. Mm -hmm. And to learn more about who made us and who we are in him, we go to his word, to scripture. And that is what I am so excited to get to talk to you about today. And my first question I wanted to ask you is simply why is memorizing scripture so important? Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. that is a topic so often discussed and so many tips and tools and encouragements as to how we should go about it, when we should go about it. But I think unless we know the why, none of the hows and the whens um, really hold weight and have longevity because we don't have the reason behind it to drive us um, to press on in the discipline of it, even whenever we don't feel like it. So can you talk with us about that for a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I, I would just say personally, how I started memorizing scripture is just finding myself in these situations where I didn't have the answers. You know, I didn't have the wisdom or the ability to to work through something. And I became a Christian when I was in college. Um, So unlike you who is writing like a devotional book when you're in college, I was just trying to figure it out. (laughs) Um, Wow. And yeah. so I had a friend who was a prayer partner of mine. I mean, it was it's it's incredible how God just really put people into my life who mm-hmm. helped me very quickly come to a knowledge of who he was through his word and who really valued the scriptures. And so um, memorizing scripture was very quickly a part of something that I did. I mean, like there are still verses that I remember from that very crucial time in my developing faith um, that just have profoundly impacted me and continue to impact me. Um, but I can remember specific things in that time. So I would say, you know, the scripture tells us that it is for our life, it is for our abundance. And the more that we put it in us, you know, the more that we have it not just on our phones you know, or not just on an app somewhere, or even when we listen to it, like those things are all wonderful things. But if you don't have that in your heart and in your head, then it's not going to come out of you when you're awake in your bed at 3 a.m. and worried about something. Mm -hmm. It's not going to come to you when you're just talking to your neighbor and they need a word of encouragement or comfort. Um, So the more that you put it in you, the more that it's able to sort of roll off your tongue in the right situations, and you'll have that wisdom that is so beyond the kind of wisdom that we can even have as as mere human beings. Yeah, that makes me think of that verse in Luke 6, 45 that says, your mouth is going to speak that which fills your heart. I love Mm. how you just said that, that, yeah, I could... I could have it posted on my walls or have it pop up and notify me on my phone every day. But unless I'm really meditating on it and choosing to believe it and learn it, then I'm not going to be speaking it because I'm not actually filling myself with it. That's so Mm -hmm. rich. Um, And you kind of hinted at this a little bit ago um, regarding you starting to spend time in the word in college and just really know who God was in college. But can you share with us like when you began to experience the power and the life of God's word in your own life? Hmm. Yeah, so I would say um, one of the one of the passages of scripture that really profoundly impacted me um, was from Romans 12, 1 and 2, which talks about how um, 
it says, therefore, in view of God's mercy, you know, that you you have, th- these things have been made true in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, because God has done this for you, because he's given you this life, then it says, do not be conformed to the things of this world. Rather, be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can know what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So this idea of the transformation that comes from knowing God's word and offering in the, in verse one, I didn't recite verse one, but it talks about offering your body as a living sacrifice that, that this is, this is your pleasing, the most pleasing thing that you can do to God is to say, okay, God, this is my life, but it's not mine. It's yours. And, Mm -hmm. and because it is yours, I am going to learn the ways that you have for me. I'm going to renew my mind in your word. I'm going to live out the things that you have said will bring blessing and thriving. And when you, when you put those things in your mind, when you put those things in your heart, when you enact those things in your, in, in your behaviors, right? Yeah everything just changes and you become a completely different person. I mean, like when I, when I went from being, you know, your typical sex, drugs and rock and roll college student to completely transformed by the gospel, it was like wow. people didn't even recognize me. I remember when I went to my high school reunion, the first high school reunion I went to, people were like, who are you? What happened to you? And that is the kind of transformation that Jesus brings in our life. And when we put his word into us, it convicts us, it transforms us, it renews us, it gives us life. You know, the the Bible has all these beautiful promises about what his word does. And so it's it's just right there. It's accessible to us at all times, as long as we are willing to, to open it up and to read it and to be changed by it. And, and especially, I would say, to really meditate on it and take parts of it away with you, even mm-hmm. just little small phrases um, that you can meditate on throughout your day. You know, when I'm doing my uh, a reading in the Bible, I'll typically write down maybe just one verse or just a phrase from a verse. Um, yeah. Yesterday I was reading in James, and, and this phrase just stuck out to me, what is your life? And it was like all day long. I was thinking about what is your life in the context. It was talking about how, you know, we make these plans and we think that we're in control, but really God is in control of our lives. But that idea stuck with me all day. And again, today I was like, I'm not done with this yet. I'm still thinking, what is my life? What am I doing with my life? And if I'm not serving God, if I'm not putting his word into my head, if I'm not, um, you know, loving others and doing the things that he's asked us to do, if I'm not worshiping him and just basking in his love for me, then what is my life? You know, it says it's, it's a mist. You know, it's a vapor. It's, sometimes it says your, your life is like the grass of the field. The, the flowers, you know, they perish eventually. And some yeah. of them are even thrown into the fire. Like, what is your life? It's just this tiny little moment. What are you going to do with it? How is it going to be impactful? How are you going to serve the living God of the universe and make your life exciting and thriving and enjoyable and beautiful? And I, I think that is, that's where scripture meets us and tells us who we are. Like I said about your book earlier, it tells yeah. us who we are. And we can know the God of the universe who loves us. And it tells us who he, he is. You know, so it's just, I, I get super yeah. excited about the Bible. As you should. <laughs> yes. As it is worthy of our excitement. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. And I loved, I love, because I was going to ask you about this anyway, and you just went right to it. Um, Talking about understanding the context 
of Mm -hmm. scripture as Mm -hmm. we're reading it. I Mm -hmm. love how you just said, I've been reading in James and I was reading about James saying, what is your life? Like you say tomorrow we're going to do this or that by land here. And like, Mm -hmm. no, may your response be the Lord. If if it is the Lord's will, I'm going to do this or that. And the fact that you didn't just say like, what is my life? And I've been thinking on that all day. You said, I've been in the word. And as I was in the word, knowing what was being said in that passage, like I was able to meditate on it and apply it to my life in a proper way because I was able to interpret it accurately, knowing the context of where it was coming from. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so huge because sometimes I think it's really easy for us to just go find a verse having no idea what the context is and it just makes us feel good or it's something we can say and it looks appropriate to a certain situation where we may have no idea like where it was why it was said and and Mm -hmm. what context the apostle or the prophet or the psalmist was saying it in and so Mm -hmm. I just love that habit and I hope that those listening are encouraged to to get in the word and not just have something as like just this is my life verse but I have no idea what the verse after it says like to to know scripture because I think that actually like that excites me even more whenever I'm learning like how cool is it that God is encouraging me that his will is best. And so what is my life? And in view of his mm-hmm. mercy, I'm going to, it like, it just makes it all the more rich, the more that you continue to know him and hide it in your heart and, and, and you're able to interpret it well, therefore apply it well. So yeah. that's just, I love how you went into that so much. Well, and I think we have this issue too, like in our culture and in and, and any culture in the history of the world, you know, we want our life to, you, you know, when you ask that question, if you were to pose that question, what is your life? What would people say? Well, I'm a stay-at-home mom or I'm mm-hmm. a college student or I'm a this or that. Or my life is all about success or basketball or, you know, whatever. Fill in the blank with however you define your life. Mm-hmm. But in Colossians, Jesus, I mean, the the writer of Colossians says, um, I think it's Paul, says Christ who is your life, right? Christ mm. is our life. Jesus says, I'm the bread of life, right? I'm the way, the truth, and the life, you know, that we have exchanged our death for his life. And so what is your life if it wow. isn't Christ, right? So the Bible answers for us the questions that it asks to us, right? And it, it gives us this this yes. guidance that we desire and that we need and and it's it's not it's not an earthly wisdom it's not about you know all of the things that we would say what is what is your life right um, and not to over spiritualize the answer to that question but the ultimate answer to oh, that question so i mean good. you might be this 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 and this but at the top of that list what is your life if if you claim to be be a believer christ is your life right and that, yeah. and he is the one who's, you know, who we should be asking, like you said in the in the later part of that passage, if the Lord wills, then I'm going to do this. Instead of, I got this plan and I got this plan and this is my life. It's, if the Lord wills, this is my life, right? This is, I'm, yeah. I'm submitting myself under his, his lordship, his prerogative as, mm-hmm. as the creator, as my maker, as my father, as my good and best everything, 
I can trust him and I can relinquish my perceived control of my life, right? Yeah. <laughs> to the one who really is in control and submit myself to his good ways for my life. Um, so yeah, context is everything. If we, aren't, if we aren't reading anything in context, I mean, I could put that verse up on my, you know, Instagram or something and, and people be like, yeah, yeah, my life is this and this. And it's like, well, there's a, there is a, there's an ultimate answer. Um, yeah. if we, if we follow Jesus and the answer is his. Oh my goodness. I feel like I was just so ministered to, that was so <laughs> powerful and so encouraging. Oh my goodness. And I just hear such a confidence too, as you speak, but what's so cool I, I hear confidence and I hear peace as you're speaking, but you don't have all of the answers. You don't know exactly what tomorrow holds. You don't know exactly what like your family is going to look like in the next 15 years. Or mm. you like, there's so Preach, many girl. questions that we have, <laughs> yeah. but yet you have so much confidence and peace. And that just tells me that Confidence and peace comes from knowing who God is. Mm -hmm. And that is found through, of course, ultimately, like no one has access to the Father except through Jesus. And through knowing who He is, like we get to grow in that relationship by being in His Word. Yeah. And I think so often we look for confidence and peace through having certainty and control over all of the things that maybe we're not supposed to know right now. And mm -hmm. yet you still have confidence and peace because you're in the word and you believe the God who wrote it. And mm -hmm. I'm just so encouraged by you. Um, and I wanted to ask, so a little personal moment about a bigger picture. Can okay. you tell us a time when you faced a difficult moment, um, but through recalling on God's word, how were you helped and strengthened in that moment? Okay, I'm gonna tell you a crazy story. Yeah, um, I love stories. <laughs> there is a psalm that's my favorite psalm. It's Psalm uh, 16. It says, "Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. Um, I will say to the Lord, You are my God. Uh, I have no good thing apart from You." And then it talks about, um, as for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. Talking about how the church, the people of God, are are our delight, right? And then it says, you know, those yeah. people who are chasing after these other gods, I'm not going to follow them. I'm going to I'm going to seek Your counsel, Lord. And then it goes on to say, um, I have set You always before me, and. Um, there was a time when uh, my husband and I were living in Pennsylvania, and we have five kids, and we were we're from the Midwest, and we were talking about you know maybe we need to be moving back to the Midwest, and it's really far, and how do we do that? And so we kind of started looking for um, other pastoral positions. The church that we were at was an awesome church, but it had a co-pastor model, so it was like, well, if Jason leaves. There's a whole other senior pastor there, and we'll be they'll be good. You know, we were just feeling this sense of like, okay, this is it's time. You know, yeah. we had been there for seven years and and we just felt like we needed to get back to the Midwest. So, long story short, there's this church that we went to in Chicago when my husband was in seminary. And it it's an inner not inner inner city, but it's a city church in Chicago proper. And um, we were, you know, praying about is this where God would have us go next? And it was the, the wildest thing. As, as I'm praying through that, I'm praying through Psalm 16, and I'm mm -hmm. asking the Lord to direct my steps. And I'm, I'm saying to the Lord, Lord, you know, you are my God. I have no good thing apart from you. 
and I'm looking at this big, scary city, and I'm thinking about my five children, <laughs> and I'm Hello. thinking, are we crazy? Would we do this? Can we do this? And I'm just, I was really just saying, Lord, I don't know the answer in this given situation, but I am going to pray that you would show me the answer. And so I was, right before we go to like this interview mm-hmm. with my husband and I, I was reciting Psalm 16 in my in my mind. And for some reason, that specific part of that verse, I, I have set the Lord always before me, just couldn't come to my mind. It just, it, it, it vanished. And I was like, oh, I should look it up. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to, I'm going to figure it out, you know? And so I kept saying everything up to that point and I just couldn't get to that. And I thought, oh, well, well, the, the lady came, picked us up and we go to the interview, right? And we're sitting there and um, talking to these these people and they they said, well, let's let's pray before we get started with this interview process. And the man who prayed over us, he recited that verse. Wow. And I was like, no, no. no I, I literally was like bawling. Oh, you know, like oh, I was like, my Lord, stars. you see me. You see me and mm. you know me and you have all of my days numbered and, and, yeah. and your goodness is you're watching over me. And then the, the, the even crazier thing. So we go through this whole interview process and I'm just like, blown away. Like, I, and I'm not telling wow. anybody, I'm just, I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, Lord, you are in this. Um, this other woman who was on the search committee when we were in the airport sent me a text and it was that same verse. Oh my goodness. And I was like, okay, oh, Lord, Natalie. this is how, this is how you speak to us is in your word. And yeah. when we hide it in our heart and when we meditate on it, we are able to see and to hear you in more profound ways because mm-hmm. you're there. You're a part of what I'm putting into myself. And it's yes. and then you and then I can be my ears are just open. Mm-hmm. And I'm if I hadn't been memorizing that, if I hadn't been putting that hiding that in my heart, I'm sure God would have would have definitely found another way to give me peace in that moment to be able to say Yes, I think this is what we're supposed to do. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of his great love for me, because of the way that he has spoken to me again and again through his word, and even through other people speaking his word back to me, mm. it was just so apparent to me that I'm like, okay, this is what the Lord has for us. Yeah, just an so. abundance of clarity. Mm-hmm. That is so good. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... What's up, guys? I want to tell you about why I take Athletic Greens every single day. See, Athletic Greens gives you the nutrition, the vitamins, and all the great supplements that you need to be healthy and fit. And it's cost-effective. Athletic Greens literally costs $3 a day. I spend $3 for every cup of coffee, and I have about three cups of coffee a day. So literally, guys, this is such a healthy thing that invests back into you. So it's cost-effective, and there's less than one gram of sugar in each serving. That is literally 
amazing and so healthy for you. There's no GMOs, there's no chemical taste, there's no artificial anything, and it invests back into you and your health and your immune system. See, Emma and I wanted to partner up with Athletic Greens to provide y'all with the healthy benefits that y'all deserve. Right now, Athletic Greens is making it so easy for you because they are going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support vitamin D and five travel packs on your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com Emma. Again, that's athleticgreens.com Emma to take ownership of your health and the ultimate daily health insurance. Guys, you don't want to miss out. This is an amazing thing to invest back into you. As you were saying that, I just was thinking about what Jesus told his disciples in John 14, that I'm going to send you a helper and he's going to teach you all truth and he's going to remind you of all the things that I have taught you. And mm. just thinking about how the, the Holy Spirit, he, he teaches us truth, but I truly believe he recalls to our memory what is yeah. true whenever we don't know what to do, whenever we're prone to forget, whenever we're facing that difficult moment, whenever we're facing that temptation, like mm. to call on him who is our helper, he reminds us of what is true. And what's so cool is you had so much stored in your heart to be reminded of because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you've chosen to memorize it from the get-go by his help and teaching you. That's just so good. Um and I, I feel like you've spoken in, into this, but if you have anything else to say on it, how would you say that you've seen your relationship with God grow through your commitment to hiding his word in your heart? Just how have you grown to know him more personally? Um, I mean, he's just so real. Yeah. He is real. And, you know, when when you when you have his word in you, it's it just continues to to marinate so to speak <laughs> you know it, it becomes more and more flavorful so like I look at my relationship with my husband for instance we've been married for 22 years and the more that I converse with him the more that I set aside time with him the more mm -hmm. that I you know have dates with him you know I mean we've been married a long time we really know each other pretty well <laughs> and yet <laughs> And yet, there's such value for us in the right now, right? Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes we look at our faith and we think, oh, well, I became a Christian at this point in time back here, and I go to church, and, you know, I do these couple of things. But we are invited into a vibrant relationship with the God oh, who loves so us. Good. We are invited into you know, the Bible tells us some really scandalous things about our relationship with God. That, that like, if you read the, the, the Song of Solomon, that whole book is about an intimate relationship between a husband and a wife. And that is the scandal of our relationship with God himself. Like, that is the depth and the intimacy that we can have, that we should want you know, like if, if you think about yeah. it, like, you know, for those for those of you who are married or those of you who are unmarried, you want that depth of relationship. 
You mm-hmm. want that joy and that communion with someone, right? You mm-hmm. desire that deeply. And, and whether or not that's a, a friend or in a marriage or whatever, like we are created to be in relationship. We are just, yes. we're, you know, it was not good for man to be alone, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. similarly, we were created for relationship with God. And when we are are actively engaging in that relationship, when we are reading his word, when we're meditating on it, when we're taking it and saying, this is for me, right? This mm-hmm. verse right now for me, what is your life? Like, that's for me right now. And it's funny because I, I was just talking to a friend of mine who just turned 40, and she's at that place where her kids are going to school and she's going to take a, a sabbatical year and she's thinking about this same idea. What is your life, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, that that thematic is going over and over in my mind, and I'm able to then talk to my friend about those ideas because they're already in me, right? Yes. Um, I just encouraged a, a young woman who goes to our church. The other day she was saying how, you know, she's going to this Easter thing with her family and she was feeling anxious. And I said, well, find a verse that brings you peace and memorize it and take it with you. Mm-hmm. So that when you're in those situations where it feels very overwhelming or chaotic or you know, whatever, yeah. you, you can say that to yourself. And and it was a verse, I can't remember what verse it was, but something about how Christ is our peace. Oh, and so, so she good. texted me and sure enough, she was like, that was so, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it worked. Yeah. I felt peaceful because I had this in my mind and yeah. I was reminding myself about the bigger thing. You know, we can get so yeah. bogged down in our days and our mundane things and our hard things and whatever. But when we remind ourselves, you know, of something that's going to bring us peace, of who the God of the universe is, of where we're really yeah. heading, you know, of what we what we should be doing with our lives, when we put that in ourselves, it, it realigns us, you know, like you yes. have a quiet time in the morning, maybe, or you read your Bible or whatever you do that kind of realigns you. Mm-hmm. When you memorize scripture, you can get realigned all day long. All throughout the day. All day. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> oh, two things that you said that I want to hone in on because it was just so, so encouraging. Um, one of them is how you have just been meditating and sitting and thinking on what is my life. And I think sometimes we can get in this checkbox mentality Mm -hmm. of like, okay, I read today. Okay, I read today. Okay, I read today. I read through a chapter this week and, and it's like, great. Like, I'm so excited about that for you because you're obviously setting aside time for it, meaning, Mm -hmm. you know, it's important, but are you are you sitting in it? Are like right. would you would you feel like you were less successful or less productive if you just read one verse instead of a whole chapter? And just to think on the fact that you are just sitting in that one verse and it is impacting you so deeply and it's overflowing into how you're encouraging other women. Like, I think that's just such an encouragement. So that was the one thing I wanted to hone in on. And hopefully 
build people up that are listening that it is not a checkbox kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like it is priority. And I hope that you see it as God, I love you and I want to spend time with you. And I, this is a successful time if I'm simply getting to be with you, not based on how many words I've read. Um, and I think we'll just glean so much and we'll, like just when we slow down, I think we're sometimes in such a fast paced type of culture and it's like our reels are only 60 seconds because sometimes that's the <laughs> attention span we've got. It's like we, we don't True. have more than 60 seconds. And it's like, I think Uh, we just need to slow down a little mm -hmm. bit. And what if you just had one verse this week? Mm -hmm. So I just love that you honed in on that. And the second thing too was how awesome that you encouraged that girl to go and think on that one verse. And like, that's what she was thinking on. And I wanted to hone in on this because it made me think about in Isaiah 26, three, where he says, um, it's the Lord speaking. And he says, um, for like basically to find perfect peace, like those who have perfect peace are those who fix their thoughts on me, who Mm. put their trust in me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if I want to fix my thoughts on him, I'm going to be strengthened in that a whole lot more if I'm filling myself with the words of him, because then I know what to think on. Um, So I just thought that was so good. Um, Okay. I want to get a little practical with you because I think a lot of people listening are totally convinced with what is being shared today and are all for it and want to grow in their walk with God and want to hide his word in their heart. So can you share what that looks like practically? Like how do you memorize scripture and talking to the middle schooler, the high schooler, the college girl, the mom, the grandma, like there are so many different age groups of people who tune in, but I think they all want to grow in it. So how would you share with people to practically study the word and okay. memorize it? So, so like, like we just talked about a minute ago, I, I, a lot of times will read First off, let me just say, I have been reading through the Bible in a year in four years, <laughs> and I'm just now in James. <laughs> so for those I of love you, that. for those of you who get like really bummed out because you've got like that year long reading plan and then you like totally bail on it in February just because you're it, it's so much. I am I am with you. I have bailed on that plan many times, and finally I was like, I'm just gonna take is I'm gonna take my time. And so this last time I've been reading through the Bible, I've just been taking my time. And mm-hmm. I don't have I'm just like if I get through it in 5 years, I'll start again. I'm I'm old. I can I can do this again, right? <laughs> I've done it yes. a couple times. <laughs> so, I would encourage people to take it slow first off if if that's something you want to do. But also I would say um you know, what is speaking to you? Find something mm. that is speaking to you. So when I read the Bible through, you know, I'm not going to remember in four years where that passage from James is that I'm that I'm thinking about. I mean, maybe I will, but a lot of times I won't. I, I, it's just something that's speaking to me right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, but what is speaking to you right now? And and I would recommend that 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 thing. You, you, I mean, I write in a journal. I can't do anything. I've got a pen right here just in case I need to write something down. <laughs> I'm oh, old school. So I'm super old school. But like find that thing that's speaking to you. And then I would say um, there are a lot of ways to memorize scripture, but start small. 
Um, just mm-hmm. smart, start with a, one small verse, right? Or one, even a part of a verse, right? Um, so that you can be encouraged that this is possible. Yeah. Um, and then what I a lot of times do is I actually take the first letter of every word in that verse and I write it out on a note card or I write it, I scribble it on my wrist in permanent ink or um, something so that I have it to, to, to be right there. The first, just the first letter though, not the whole verse or you'd, you know, you'd have a tattoo sleeve on your arm, um, <laughs> which isn't necessarily bad, but <laughs> um, if you have that first letter though, when you, when your mind sees it, you get tricked into remembering what that letter represents. Mm -hmm. So you're not just writing out the whole verse repetitively or whatever. That's something that sometimes people do. But it's it's kind of a tricky way to get your mind to remember something really easily is by by doing the first letter because then that. you're then you're having to recall it, but you've got this little prompt that's like, oh yeah, that that T stands for the, that L stands for Lord, you know. And it just that's one thing that I would say to do that would be really helpful um, is to pick one verse, write mm-hmm. out the first letter of every word in that verse on one side of a of a index card, and then on the other side, write the verse. So that yes. way you can you can flip it over if you're like oh what was that again, um, and I and I tell you what put it in a place where you're gonna see it, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna come to you, and then eventually you're not gonna need that card anymore because you're gonna know it, and yeah. then it's and it, and because it's a verse that's speaking to you right now, you're gonna be more likely to recall it because it's something that you need right now. Mm-hmm. So memorize the things that you need because you're gonna keep needing that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. And what's so cool, I I am loving this conversation so much. What's so cool is that this is truth. Like our God is truth and therefore the words he speak is truth. And what's also very real is that we have an enemy who is the father of lies. Mm-hmm. And it it never fails that the his may he may have different strategies and different schemes in the by the means of which he attacks and um and prowls around seeking to how he wants to devour your life to steal to kill and to destroy but it never fails that the means by which he does that is going to be through deception it's going mm-hmm. to be through lies every single time. And so you are equipping yourself with the truth that is not going to fail you, is not going to return void, is never Mm. bound. And therefore you are equipped against no matter what strategy the enemy has against you. And I think that just, I I feel like just hyped up myself. Like sometimes (laughs) I think we can just really cower down and think like, woe is me. Like I feel like deception is come, those flaming arrows are coming every day. What am I going to do? And it's like, Yes, it can get discouraging, but man, we literally have the armor of the almighty God himself and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I think we often forget the incredible authority that we have in the great I am against against the devil. And so I just, I am thankful for you and how you, in your obedience, you are practically encouraging and equipping so many people to stand firm against the schemes of the evil one. So Thank you. And that kind of leads me to the last question I wanted to ask you is you've literally based 
this whole ministry that you and your sweet sister have, the dwell. Can you tell us about dwell and the ministry yeah. and literally how you apply this first letter of every word thing like in stickers and on jewelry and through your podcast? I, I just want people to know about you because <laughs> I love what y'all are doing. <laughs> oh, thank you, Emma. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. It's one of the coolest ideas ever. And I can say that because it was not my idea. <laughs> it was my sister's idea. Um, she was a elite pole vaulter. She and don't let her don't let her play this down. She went to the Olympic trials twice. Like she's legit. <gasps> no and way. She, she did I've what never done I was that talking about. What's that? I've never pole vaulted ever. <laughs> I know it's so crazy. Not only is it like like just going to the Olympic trials, but for something like that where it's just like y'all a bunch of crazy people yeah. on those crazy poles going way too high. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I I would say that so when she was training. She would write the first letter of every word in a Bible verse on her arm and Sharpie marker so that she had something to meditate on. I mean, it's it's not just that, you know, what we're talking about, about putting these words in our mind to to um, to encourage us. It's not just that it's a Christian truth, but it's a it's a true truth. Right. Like like it, mm-hmm. the Bible is the true truth. And so it bears itself out in science, which says, you know, say these affirmations to yourself or put these thoughts into your mind when you're competing in sports or whatever. She had a sports psychologist who was not a Christian say you need to have something that you're putting in your head that you're saying that's going to help you focus. And so that's what she decided to do. Wow. Um, so Dwell That's was so born cool. out of that, of her just being like, you know what? I have to give this away to everybody. I'm going to make some temporary tattoos and give them to all my friends. <laughs> and then it just kind oh, of wow. exploded from there to like now we have a monthly membership where you can get a, a scripture memory. It's like a kit, right? It comes with temporary tattoos, a little like card for your key tag that works kind of like a flash card, and then a, a little small print, like a little postcard size print with the, the verse design on one side. And then a little verse and a devotional on the back. We put it on all kinds of other products over the years. But the idea is that when you see that verse design, you're going to remember what those words are. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, you know, the, the word of God is living and active. Yeah. And when we're putting it in us, it is bringing us life and joy and peace. And we only do one verse a month. Uh, which I, when Vera first said that to me, I'm like, I don't know, we should do like one a week. That doesn't seem like a lot. Um, but it actually is wonderful because like what we were talking about earlier, Emma, you're able to then really saturate in that verse, really mm-hmm. allow, like I write a, a weekly devotional where we break that verse apart week by week and talk about all the different, like if you've ever memorized a part of scripture, there are times when you're like, I don't really know what that means. Or I wonder if anybody's ever thought this about that. Well, we really try to dive in and we have a podcast. So we, you go even deeper, you know, like we're really just getting that, that, first and we're tearing it apart and looking at it in every angle and we're having other people come on and talk about how those concepts have impacted their life. So we're really kind of trying to, to, in a very full way, because, you know, all of scripture is God breathed. All of scripture is about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, about the life that he gives us. And so Mm -hmm. when we take apart one verse, we're just seeing how that verse fits into that picture and how that verse can give us life in our own lives. And, And so I just think 
it's the coolest, most amazing thing that I get to be a part of, and I, I love it. It's it's my best. Ah, <laughs> uh, guys, seriously, you need to be a part of this monthly subscription. You need to tune into their podcast. You just you don't want to miss out on it. And even even if this is like the first time that you've heard of dwell or the first time you've heard of this means by which you can practically memorize scripture. I hope that it encourages you to go and apply it. And not only that, but to go and share it with your people. And so help your friends encourage the word. Can you let people know where they can find you? Yeah, sure. Um, so we're on Instagram and Facebook. Our hat, our handle is at dwell differently. And then our website is dwelldifferently.com. Um, and then we have the Dwell Differently podcast, which is Dwell Differently. So <laughs> uh, the idea, though, is that when we dwell in a different way, when we, instead of, you know, dwelling on the negative things in our life or the hard things or whatever is weighing us down, when we're dwelling on the Word of God, when we're mm-hmm. allowing it to impact us and to change us and to, to really seep into our lives, the transformation that God promises us and that I, for one, and, and everybody I know who um, who practices this have seen in their lives. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so life-changing. Um, and, and honestly, like, you don't have to pay for the membership. Just come and sign up and, like, get our devotionals and, you know, write it on an index yes. card if, if things are tight financially. Who cares? Like, just join us and, and meditate on I a verse of, of God with us. Um, even this month, you know, just hop on over there and see what we're doing. It's so much fun. And uh, we have such a great community of people. And we're always getting the coolest stories from people about how, you know, this verse did this in my life. And I mean, Mm. like I said, I have the coolest job in the world. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I I can tell that you love it too. And it makes (laughs) sense that you would. That's amazing. Guys, I just I just love this conversation and I hope it has blessed you too. If y'all are watching on YouTube, be sure to give a thumbs up, subscribe, comment down below how you were encouraged and what verse you're going to commit um, to hiding in your heart this month. And also, if you are listening via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, review. This is a great episode to go and share with your people. And y'all can follow us on Instagram at the Have You Heard Podcast. And again, everything that you just listened to from Natalie, you can follow up with at Dwell Differently. So Natalie, thank you so much for your time and for sharing the word with us. This has blessed me deeply. Oh, same. I'm just like, I'm such a fan, Emma. So (laughs) I love what you're doing. And I just, I appreciate you having me on and just keep, keep being the bright light that you are. I just... You're just such a great, a great place in, you know, the, in the interwebs, I guess, however you want to say it. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, Emma. Yes. Have a great rest of your day. Okay. (laughs) You too. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast. And don't forget how awesome you are.
This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.